I have so many notes for this. Normally I don't do like this extensive notes. I have so many notes for this too. I think that's what I'm struggling with is like, this is way more notes than I normally have, but I still need our shared document in front of us. Yeah, I need both. It's, it's not the most sophisticated lineup, but we're making it work. We're making it work appropriate for us. <laughs> Let's jump right into follow up because we have so much to get through. Okay. And the follow up is really exciting because, yeah, it's winter time. It's actually, they're both time related. Yeah, Season, it's seasonal. Perfect, because it's like end of 2022 almost. We didn't even plan that that way. I don't know how that's lining up so well. Oh, I did mention that yesterday in the prep. Oh, yeah, I had too much going on. That's I, fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I had too much going on. Okay, well, the first thing mm-hmm. is that we have follow-up on voting on our favorite seasons. Mm-hmm. which was really fun. I'm glad that we did that. And it was also nice that I think the consensus was that everyone liked fall. Of course, we did this survey in the fall and I'm sure that there was no bias whatsoever. <laughs> I like bias our listeners maybe a little bit. <laughs> no, I think it was entirely scientific and that these results need to be taken. Yes. <laughs> like dear scientific community, we have some findings for you. <laughs> we have some findings for you. Uh, one of them, I remember finding it so funny that we only had one response on Spotify and that that person chose winter. So it was like 100% winter mm-hmm. on Spotify. And what was great is that that person reached out to us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so thank you very much, Andrea, for reaching out. In defense of winter, yeah. she came out of anonymity to share <laughs> why she likes winter so much. And these are really valid reasons. And we were talking about this yesterday. And I think I both of us were like, yes, yes, winter is also fantastic and Andrea's reasons are good. Yeah. The main one is that she's from Rio. <laughs> where I've never been to Rio, but I can imagine it's very hot and very humid. And so like cold is yeah. probably just nice and refreshing. So that totally tracks. Totally yeah. tracks. That makes sense. Um, she also wrote that she finds snow exotic and pretty, which absolutely true. It is Absolutely exotic true. and pretty. I still love snow. It's really frosty in Iceland at the moment. And I prefer that so much to like stormy and gray and rainy. Like I, I don't mind if it's like cold because you just put on a giant jacket and scarves and I don't know. I like the snow and the frost. Yeah, I like the snow and the frost too. I, I don't mind the cold and rainy and gray though. But what about the windy? Mm, I don't really mind windy either. The thing is that I consider it like ambient. Like this is why I like rain too, because I am an indoor cat. I am an indoor person and all of my activities are pretty much indoors. And so I'm completely fine with whatever is going on outside because I'm inside. Yeah. So it's, it's not a problem. I mean, I do go outside, but I, I just don't spend a huge amount of my life outside. So it's not like I'm like a person who's hiking all the time. And then it's like, oh, the weather really impacts my weekend plans or anything like that. Oh, well, that's fair. I'm actually also pretty indoorsy, but I don't know. <laughs> I just, oh, the weather is so nice now because it's like the sky is all like frosty and pink and blue and like that icy Ooh. color. I love it. It's so beautiful. Take lots of pictures. I know. Future wallpapers. <laughs> I know. I was actually thinking that. I was like, I need, but then I have plants and I'm with people and I don't know how tolerant they are. <laughs> we just like taking lots of background photos. I... <laughs> The way that I approach this now is that I'm just like, 
well, this is my only shot. So everyone else has to deal with it for like an extra three minutes. <laughs> it's good. It's good. You're, yeah, I like that. I should maybe do that. Uh, yeah. Just was... plowing forward. But yes. So thank you, Andrea, for coming out of anonymity. It was actually really fun to have yeah, that happen you. and to hear how much you like winter. Because I I think I said this in the episode that where we talked about our favorite seasons, but winter is my second favorite season. So agree with all of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she also said she doesn't like bugs. And it's, I don't know if we've ever talked about this, but this is something that um, it's so funny from like the Icelandic perspective is because we don't really have any bugs that Icelandic people proper freak out when they see like one bug <laughs> when they're traveling. <laughs> and it's so irrational and it's so outsized <laughs> for the scope. And when I was 18, I was like an au pair in Luxembourg. And I didn't know the basic rule that every country knows except Iceland is that you don't leave the lights on and the window open. You just don't do that. Because then you get all the bugs in. And I didn't know yeah. that. I didn't know that. And then I was like like an au pair at this family's house. And they were actually also Icelandic, but they were like born and raised there. So they have like both perspectives. And we went back down to my room. And there were like 20 bugs in there. And I just had like a proper freak out. <laughs> and she just came super chill and like vacuumed up all the bugs. Vacuumed up all the <laughs> I was like, wow. And she was so chill about it. I became more chill about it after living in London for so long. But like natural <laughs> it was actually on dear hank and john i don't know if any of our listeners also listen to that podcast where someone asked them a question of um what's the best place to live when i don't like mosquitoes and snakes and mm. they said iceland because we don't have mosquitoes or snakes yeah yeah i mean i don't need much more convincing i that <laughs> sounds fantastic to me because the thing about canada especially where i grew up in canada and ontario is that yeah it gets really really cold in the winter but mm -hmm. then you still have a full-on summer of it being extremely hot and muggy and there's lots of bugs everywhere not the same bugs as they have down in the south of the states which i discovered through <laughs> living here for multiple summers um, not the same bugs, but still we had mosquitoes and stuff like that in Canada. So we still have bugs and snakes. There are, I think there was something, I remember someone told me they were like, oh, there must not be as many snakes in Canada or something. And I was like, mm-mm. You have still snakes, lots of snakes in, Canada? in Canada? Oh yeah. Lots of I snakes. I didn't know. I don't know enough about it to tell you which ones, but I remember talking about the venomous snakes. Um, <sighs> this is, a, it's actually funny because when I, growing up, my grandparents owned this like beautiful waterfront cottage. And so I have these you know, when you have those like really nostalgic memories of a location, mm -hmm. all these like nostalgic memories of being at this cottage with my grandparents when, when they owned it, when they lived there. And I, one of the first lessons that I learned, that I would like walk around in the garden with my grandfather is that he would be like, you have to stomp your feet so that you scare off the snakes. <laughs> and so I would walk around the garden, like stomping my feet so that no snakes would come near me. <laughs> oh my God. I am like irrationally scared of snakes. I think it's just because I've never really been exposed to them properly. And so I just, I don't know their behavior and I don't know all these tricks you learn when you're five, but like, because your grandparents <laughs> tell you. I'm like, oh, and then I have Australian friends and they're like, oh yeah, my dad found a snake, you know, there. And I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> like, I can't do. It's too casual. No, Australians are far too casual about bugs and snakes. <laughs> I am not terrifying. okay with it. <laughs> it's terrifying. Yeah, not okay with it. So, Andrea, we're totally thank you for sending that in. Uh, winter is great, and especially in Iceland. <laughs> I think that's where we're <laughs> Agreed. Yeah, and then the other follow up is actually really interesting. Um, 
I I think I saw this on TikTok where I just someone was sharing their experience that uh it's called time space synesthesia and yeah I would say synesthesia synesthesia okay and yeah and thank you um and I saw this and I like stopped in my tracks because I was like, oh my god that's what <laughs> Haley talked about because apparently <laughs> it's a defined thing and long-time listeners will remember when Haley was talking about time as a circle and I was just so confused and so baffled and I had no concept of what she was talking about and she tried to explain it and it didn't make any sense to me and then I saw this TikTok and it's like this specific way they see it. It's not just like a circle. It's like specific months go in a specific part of the circle. And then I checked the comments and all the comments were like, oh, yeah, I also see time like this. And so I sent it to you, Haley. And yeah. 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 I will say that you just popped this in a random Slack <laughs> channel. And I think you I don't even know if you wrote anything or if you just wrote this could be you. I don't, I don't even know if you wrote anything. I feel like you just popped this article into a channel and we'll put it in the show notes. And I I was just sitting on my laptop. It was a weekend and I was just like going through a couple things. I was like, oh, let me see what Hubby put in the Make Work Work Slack. I clicked it. I opened it. And I just had this like surreal experience of being like, whoa, that's me. That is is exactly what I experience and no one has ever described it before. And I thought that it was normal. I thought everyone saw time as a circle that goes around them. Oh, it goes around you. That's what I was trying to describe to you. And I will find the episode. I don't remember what episode it was. on. It goes around you. And I thought everyone understood that that's how time what? works. And that's why I was like, obviously time is a circle. Don't we all see time as a circle? And I think I even, like, I think I was just trying to convince you in that episode. Like, I was like, no, this is obviously how it works. And, you know, I've never, I've since not thought about it a lot. I can't believe you found this article. I just had this experience of being like, whoa, that's me. And this is, there's a word there's that this is called. And that's exactly, I mean, the circle that they draw is like a pretty rough circle. And that's not exactly the way that I see it, but it's close enough. Like, obviously this is just a, an article, but yeah, I just looking at that, I had this incredible moment of like, I understand that. And I think even in this article, they mentioned something about because people see time around them, they have a better memory for dates or when stuff happened. And I think this has come up so many times with you where I'll yeah. be like, oh, that happened here. And the reason I'm able to remember it is because I'm looking around me at this invisible oh calendar God. that I see that no one else sees. I'm like, obviously this happened in October and I understand it. Oh my it. God. Yeah. See, wow. I think my boss has this. <laughs> I just, I'm realizing this in this conversation because he's like, yeah, it wasn't, what was it? May of 2015? And I'm like, what? Like, how do you, <laughs> but you are like this also. You are like so specific when things happened. And I am like, I know what happened in the past. Like, <laughs> that is my, <laughs> like, that is my framework. I'm like, it didn't happen today. So it must have happened in the past <laughs> that's in, it's so wild it's so wild how people's brains are so different yeah it it's just i mean i don't have everything that this article says because i mean one of them they said they like these some of these people taste colors definitely no for me i don't 
I don't. Oh, I think colors. that's a different time of synesthesia. I think like you can oh, have different ones. So you can have, I've heard this where like, if you say a certain word, people get like a taste reaction. I do. I have one person that I know about that, that who has that, but yeah. Yeah. And then I, I've actually seen also, I've heard, I know it sounds really like Kumbaya, but like I've heard people, they see like a color that they associate with specific people. Um, oh, I've heard of, I've heard about that as well. Yeah. It's so special. Wow. I am a little bit jealous. This sounds really practical. <laughs> <laughs> I think this does sound, well, if anyone else has any information on this, I, I'm just very curious. I think I'm going to want to do more, more reading. So if this sparks anything, I would be really curious to hear from other people on, oh my God, this, on sentence this. is so great. I have to read this. So while boring, normal folks like me. Um, <laughs> whip out their physical or online calendars to put down their plans for the future. Time space synesthesists just look straight ahead and can tell you precisely what works for them. <laughs> it's almost like their personal version of augmented reality. I'm definitely jealous. <laughs> that sounds fantastic. <laughs> I am not yeah. capable of like, I always have to check my calendar. I cannot just be like, yeah, Thursday works. I have to be like, oh, what do I have on for Thursday? <laughs> I mean, I still think I have to check my calendar sometimes, but I definitely just starting to plan for next year, especially is fun because we're at like the top of this circle for me, visually how I see it. And right. so I'm just like, I can like look down the circle and be like, oh, I know what's going on in these months already because we've like planned them. And so I'm starting to see how busy the beginning of next year is getting. <laughs> oh my God. So interesting. Yeah. Please, if anyone knows anything about this or relates to this, please let us know. Um, that would be super, super fascinating. Speaking of the end of the year. Yes. It's the end of the year. Oh what happened? I don't know. This year was so fast, but also so long. It was yeah, both of those. There was just so much this year. There was just so much this year. I am so happy that we do an end of year episode and that it gives opportunity to reflect because that was really useful. Yeah, it was so useful. It was, I also feel like, because well, I went to see you in Virginia, what, like in May or something? April. April, see, <laughs> great example of what we just talked about. <laughs> just a side note, I just went through all my trips this year, like last week. So that should be top of mind for me, but no, it's not. Um, yeah, I feel like that was a really long time ago. I feel like this year was like two or three years in one because everyone had like to pack all of the things that got canceled like into this year. I don't know if you relate oh, to gosh. this. Yes, a lot of things. There were definitely a lot of things happening this year. For me this year, and we'll get to that, I, reflecting on it, just clearly this year was just divided into, cut down the middle, divide into first part, second part, which is so oh. weird. Oh, yeah, because you moved. Because I moved, yeah. Yeah, no, that, yeah. that would do it, yeah. There's Well, there's so much other stuff, but moving was like the big one. But yeah, I totally forgot that I moved this year. <laughs> oh my God. That's how embedded, that's how, you know how you get really in to your current circumstances and what mm -hmm. your current problems are. And it, I, I personally find it challenging to step back and think of the big picture. That's why I literally set aside time to do this every year. Because if I don't, mm. then I'm never going to step back and, and look at the big picture. That's just, I know that about myself. That's why I have these systems in place. And so yeah. when I stepped back and started looking at the big picture and started writing down stuff that happened all throughout this year, 
I was like, oh, this was a massive year. <laughs> this was a massive year for me also. I also just, yeah. my team like at work looked different at the start of the year to mm. now. But I feel like it's, yeah, so, so many things mine happened too. this year. Really? My, oh, yeah. Yeah, mine too. It looks entirely different than it did, which is so, it's always so funny when everything is different all around. Like if your life is completely different in all areas by the end of the year versus like, mm -hmm. okay, work is different, but everything else is the same. Yeah. It's also like, I think coming into 2022 was, uh, I don't know. I think it was not an easy year. Like it was a big year, but it was not super easy. I don't know if that was that for more people, but mm. It was just, um, it was, it was a, it was like a great year, but like it, it, it included some good and bad parts to it. Of course, every year does that, but like it's, yeah, yeah, it was like a, it was yeah. a big deal. Twenty twenty. I can't believe we're coming to the end of the year. I can't believe we're having this conversation. It feels surreal to no. me. I feel like it's still September. No, I don't feel like that. I don't even know. <laughs> I also we talked about this. I. Okay, here's how I feel. And I want you as the CEO of Earth to fix this because you mm, have that okay. power. I'm on it. May is too long. May oh. is too long. May should We've be like about this. 24 days. November <laughs> is way too short. November should have like 37 days. And I feel like maybe we should just take one month off spring entirely. It's too long. And just move it in. Maybe February because it's only like a short month anyway. We just move February between like October and November or something like that. <laughs> so just you figure that out with your science time mind. <laughs> I don't have to figure this out. I can tell you already that I completely agree that November is not long enough for some reason. November needs to be an extra several weeks. And yeah, I don't know about, I don't have any particular issues with May. I don't know what May has done to you lately. Oh, it's just but like, too I long. Okay. It's too, even if it would just be 30 days, it would already be way better. Wait, isn't, isn't May 30 days? No, it's 31 no, it's days. Not. It's 31. That's right. June. And then July and August is 31. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Also, what, what is it, up with that? They oh, oh I, this is how I became COO of Earth. Remember, I completely disagree with entirely how the months are made. <laughs> we should have 13 28 day months. This is the solution. This is what I'm yes. gonna, and this is what I'm here to tell you. The solution is not to have a weird 24 day May month and a 37. <laughs> I'm so, like, where are these numbers coming from? I'm sorry, I have so many issues with that. The solution is obviously to have 13 months and they're each 28 days. And I will be taking no questions at this time. I'm just raising the problem. I'm not coming up with a solution. You clearly have a solution. <laughs> That's why I'm asking you to I have a it. solution. <laughs> Who's with me on this? Like, who do I need to talk to? <laughs> Just get everyone and like daylight savings. No, shut it down. Oh, that definitely needs to be shut down. Also, I don't know if you're on this train, but do you know a YouTube channel called Kurtzgesagts? Kurtzgesagt. No, yes. I've heard them said. That's why I know how to say it, but I don't watch them. Okay, so there's one video they have where they make the case very compellingly, I might add, that we shouldn't be in 2022. We should be in, it should be like another 10,000. So we should be in 12,022 because, and I don't remember the details, this was years ago, but like, it's, how can you be in negative time? That makes no sense. How can something happen minus yeah. 40? Like, that's just stupid. No, and you can make is, compelling case that like modern humans started like 10 to 12,000 years ago. And so like, you don't even have to change like the 2022 part, 
you just add another 10 at the part of it. So it's like, it's still 22. It's just, um, and I, I was very convinced by this. They made the argument better than I am, but um, yeah. I'm going to watch this video. Maybe we team up with them. Yeah, we should just, uh, they're very powerful. So we should just include them in our plans and we'll fix the whole negative time because it doesn't make any sense anyway at the same time since we're just doing this. Yes. Okay, great. Let's fix all the things. <laughs> daylight savings also. Oh yeah, that's daylight just totally eradicated. Yeah. You know what? I had so many issues with daylight savings before and now that I have a child, I'm like, no, this cannot stand. <laughs> this yeah. is literally the worst thing that anyone has come up with ever. <laughs> it's, it's so extremely dumb. Like, hello, two-year-old. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Please go to sleep an hour earlier. Thanks. <laughs> it's like, no, it's, um, Yeah. No, I agree. See, it's so you've happening. got a big year ahead of you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. We're not doing 2023 planning yet, but I will oh, add that to my brainstorming document <laughs> for, Just, for 2023. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Can I ask you, how mm -hmm. did you go about reflecting on this year for this conversation? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I... I think we talked about this on the show before, but I don't know if you realize this has like become my process a little bit. Um, I did a while ago, I think maybe when the pandemic started, I don't even remember when I first did it, but I did 12 life dimensions. Oh, I remember you telling me about this and I really liked mm -hmm. the concept. It's so simple because like I didn't even read what it was. I just took the, because what I like, I like categories. <laughs> we know this. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I just saw the uh, 12 life dimensions. And what I like about it is that it like prompts you to reflect on a specific thing. And so the way I did it in the beginning is I just took it as like a writing prompt. And I wrote like a super long um, blah, blah, blah um, the first time. And it's actually really interesting because I've done it a few times now. And when I first did it, I had a lot to say on each one. And then each time I do it, I have less to say. So I actually mm. think that means progress because um, it's really interesting to go back to the older ones. And I can be like, oh, I fixed that or I've leaned more yeah. into that. So um, to be helpful, I'll tell people what the 12 life dimensions are. I'm just going to read it really quick. It's health yeah. and fitness. That's number one. Two is intellectual life, which is like, that's what it is. Take it as a prompt. Don't take it as a recipe. Um, three is emotional life. Four is character. Five is spirituality. Six is love and relationships. Seven is parenting. Eight mm. is social life. Nine is financial life. Ten is career. Eleven is quality of life. And twelve is live vision. Okay. And what I like about that is that it it becomes really easy because health and fitness is like, oh, am I happy with my diet and how I'm going to the gym and sleep and stuff like that? So it's like it's really easy. Um and then yeah. it gets progressively, like live vision is really intense. But because <laughs> you're so conditioned to be reflective, um, it, I find it really powerful. So um, that was one mm. part of it. And then the other part of it, I just, because when I set up my year, 
um, I had this um, Notion page that was like my reflection page. I've done that pretty much every time. I have like a Notion document where I have everything thought through and then I set up some kind of structure. And so I kind of did a little 12 life dimension reflection. And then I also just went through my Notion um, reflection. I love that. Or my Notion page. Yeah. I am remembering now the 12 life dimensions that that is something that you've said before. So it's interesting that that's working so well for you that that's just like, this is the standard now. Cause that's mm-hmm. cool. It's also um, for people who remember, like we, we, we can break it down a little bit, but just to give like an overview. So for me, the 12 life dimension, obviously a lot of them are similar or you can kind of group together. So I feel like when I was building out this year's theme, they kind of helped me um, mm. set up what I wanted to focus on a little bit. And it's actually so interesting to go through them because in the first one, <laughs> oh my God, Haley, I don't think I've ever told you this. It's like, I had things like, I don't want to work all by myself. I don't want to like work at a tech company that is like not uh, like super creative focused. Mm. And it was interesting because at the time I was working at a tech company, like, and I was working remotely. So I was just at home all the time. And I was like, I don't want this. And now I work like super creatively and super collaboratively. Um, And now also my kind of career reflections are just super short. Like I don't have this like Mm. longer, like, oh, here's problems I don't like. Um, So that, that was like a really nice sign for me as well. Yeah, you've like you've done the work and so now there's a shortcut because you've already done all the work. Yeah. I love doing the 12 life dimensions. Um it's I have them all in the same book, so like I kind of flip and but I don't always do them at the end of the year. Like I think especially for last year, um it was really chapter focused for me. And so I would do them at the and I think I did like two or three chapters in the year of flourishing, which was 2021 and at the end of each chapter I did the 12 life dimensions again Mm. but I I don't think I did them a lot this year um yeah I like that I know some people who do their yearly planning and they have reflection built in quarterly Mm -hmm. and as I start or even monthly and as I start thinking about 2023 that's one of the things I because right now I just reflect at the end of the year. <laughs> like I right. said, I have to build in this time or else I don't have it. And I know that reflecting isn't my natural state. I tend to just like want to move forward. That's like mm-hmm. my natural pace. And so I don't like stopping. So it's helpful to just have that built in. So this is a good thing for me to think about as I'm thinking about 2023. Yeah. I think also if I talk a little bit about the notion because especially, okay. So if people don't know, like my year this year was like a year of harmony and it was about keeping different aspects of my life balanced. And so I have a year of harmony page on notion that is almost like the first page I go into. So everything else I navigate from there. Like every day, not every day, like I don't really do a lot of my work work from there, but if I'm like doing anything related to like my personal finances or anything creative, mm. it gets navigated to from there. So I have this board view in Notion that is literally called areas. And so I see it all the time and it really helps with intentionality because it's like, okay, today I'm doing my finances. I go in year of harmony areas, 
finance beam. So it like sets me up for just focusing on that. So it's it's very top it's been very top of mind for me all year. So I think like the reflection hasn't had to be so like, oh now I have to reflect because I'm just like looking at it all the time. I love that. That's so smart. I really love it also. Okay, well I wanna I wanna get into your okay, so I wanna get into your theme. We're gonna do you first and, and then I'll do my stuff after. But so I like I do want to know how the year of harmony went. And I what I really liked about the year of harmony is that you had those categories. You had career, creative, and connection, which I loved because there were three C's and I like alliteration. <laughs> Your memory is incredible. <laughs> and so I, you know, I I'm really curious. I'm really curious about how it went. So let's do your recap of your okay. theme of the year 2022. Okay, I'm going to start with just setting it up if someone is just listening for the first time and they don't really know what we're talking about. So um, <laughs> good idea. <laughs> yearly theme just means it's not a goal. It's not like um, New Year's resolution. It's like entirely different. There's like a I think Cortex and CGP Grey kind of pioneered this concept, but I've totally made it my own. I don't know exactly how they do it now, but basically what it means that instead of setting like a specific goal, it's more like setting intention around a specific word or a theme that means something to you. And one of my favorite part about setting this up is like that theme or word has to really resonate with you. Like it has to be like, oh yeah, that is the right word for me. It's probably why Haley doesn't like this process. Kumbaya for Haley. So I I actually had like six categories, but I grouped them into three: uh, the connection, creative, career. Um, so for connection, it was like health and connection and connection also meant like it meant relationships and personal stuff like that. But it also just meant, um, yeah, because health is under there as well. It also just meant like yeah. exercise and diet and that kind of thing. Um, creative actually meant like creative, so like creative work. And it also included even things like just reading and almost like personal development. And then I also had spirit in there because it's just like looking after mm. your emotional side and your spiritual side. And it just meant like, um, I think after the last two years everyone's had, it's really easy to go out of balance. And also if anyone lives super far up north, like I do, like the dark can get to you. Like there's just pitfalls everywhere. <laughs> so it's good just to have like a close check-in. Like morning pages are a great tool to just check in, just know how you're feeling. Um, so creative are kind of those two. I know it's not like perfectly clean, but I'm okay with it. And then the kind of career, career is actually not the best word for it because it's like almost career and also finance and personal admin and everything. And I actually put down three kind of goals slash intention for each one. So like uh, the first one for a connection was like, take good care of myself and those around me to feel connected, supported and loved, which is very sweet. Mm, um, I love that. The, the creative one. And then if we... Also tie it back to the Enneagram type seven, which is just like this type that loves to be busy and active, but like their bad side is it can just be too much and overwhelming. And I've really tuned into that because if I don't have anything to do, I'm so bored or just, and if I'm <laughs> bored, I just, if I'm bored, I don't even want to put my jacket in the crack place. I'm like, oh, what is even the, like, it's so funny. <laughs> oh my I think we talked about in like some episode before is like, I almost need just to be busy 
to keep yeah. all the balls in the air. It's really hard for me when I have nothing on because even just simple things become like, just, I can't be bothered because I'm like, well, why, why are we even here? So <laughs> not that dark, but like, <laughs> I think the way, not that dark. I think the way that we had summarized this was just like, you operate at your best when you have a lot of things on the go. Like if there are not, mm -hmm. aren't enough things going on, it's like the rest of your systems aren't powered up because you don't have enough going on. Yes. Thank you. That's actually, yeah, very helpful. So for the creative, <laughs> I know this is not like perfectly lines up, but it made, it made sense to me. And I'm like, I have like colors and emojis and stuff that tie it all together. So it looks really pleasing. Uh, that one is like, stay stimulated. Am I excited about what's next? I think that's a big thing for me. I just, if I'm not excited, I can't do anything. So I, I have to be excited. That's a very type seven. <laughs> I know. I have to be excited. I have to have something going on. I have to be excited. And when we go talking to, about 2023, I know we're not there. One of the things that is making me excited about 2023 is I already have a lot of plans. And that makes me so excited. I think that's also why this yeah. like whole two years have been so hard because it's been so hard to pin things down because everything has been in flux. And then the, the final one, which is like the career finance side, is... And here's just a little thing I wrote. The year of harmony should be built on a structure of trust. It's important that all the foundations are strong and in place. So mm. my focus for this year has actually been that. Like I have been working on my personal finances and my budget. And like, because first of all, I'm not naturally good at it. Um, because I am just excited about things and I just want to do stuff all the time. So it's not easy for me to sit down and do all those things. Um, and then second, I like moved to a new country and like everything changed for me. So I also just, because I feel yeah. like I'm not just setting up this 22, I'm setting up like the next five years or 10 years. So I, I was just focused on setting the foundations in, in a really strong and solid place. And so that was kind of my intention going into it. And so when I open my little Notion Year of Harmony page, it opens on these three. It then goes into my kind of calendar. It's not a proper calendar, but it just has in there like trips I'm working on or creative projects that, that are coming up or something like that. So I see what's ahead, which makes me excited. And then it goes below down into like these areas and it's like a board view. So it has like a little picture and a little like reminder what's the intention for each one. So all of that is just to say it's been super, super top of mind for me. Yes. I love that. Okay. I love that. I love the way that you have that set up. That is very inspiring for me going into next year. Oh, yay. Okay. That makes me happy. Okay. So I also, this happened to me with the Year of Flourishing where it was a struggle and a drag and a struggle and a drag and a struggle and a drag. And then literally <laughs> as the year kind of came to a close, <laughs> everything just clicked. I literally had a conversation this weekend, <laughs> we're recording this on a Monday, where I heard myself say, and we've talked about before, how we often just reflect in conversation, mm -hmm. where I just sat and I, I wasn't thinking about the year of harmony and I was talking about something else with someone else, but I, this just came out of my mouth. And I was like, you know what? For the first time since I moved here, I feel like all the different parts of me have space. Hmm. And so what I mean by that is like, I feel I now have people who are like my friends that I'm excited to hang out with. And I feel like I figured out a good balance with like all my family lives super close. So it's also a balance, like what's 
seeing them the right amount. You don't want to see them every single day because it's just not normal. Um, <laughs> but like, what is a good balance on that front? I like work has been really busy, but it has also been really, really good. So I just, I also feel like even though work has had like stressful times and less stressful times and it's been really busy and there's been a lot going on, I feel like my work just kind of stands for what it is and I'm getting credit for it. And like one of the goals for me, like living back in Iceland, coming in this dramatic fashion that has been wildly documented on the show <laughs> was like, I wanted to make it work to live in Iceland. Like I wanted to figure out a way to just uh, like have a good network here and make some connections and see what it would be like to like really fully live here. And I just feel like finally these, I feel like that. I feel like excited about the things I'm working on. And even when things are hard or whatever, like I still feel good about my work. So I think this was the That's perfect theme. I feel really good about everything. My finances, my personal finances that like, um, I had to kind of just get into a good system. Like they weren't in a good system. <laughs> like that was just the, <laughs> the fact of it. I always found it really stressful and they weren't in a good system. I haven't fully set up the system. It's still like in process, but I love the system I have. And I'm really, I'm actually really excited about it. I just spent a whole weekend the other day, just like <laughs> doing my personal budget. <laughs> it's, it's not what I normally do. Um, so I just feel like I have it framed and it makes sense to me and I understand what I need to keep doing to make it work in the future um so yeah I honestly feel amazing wow I'm so happy to hear that I was so curious how you felt overall how the year of harmony went but I think that what you said about it being a struggle and a drag and then clicking at the end mm -hmm. that really resonates with me but also I mean, it makes sense because it just takes time to do this stuff. Like what you're talking about with having all of your systems working well for you. And I know you were talking a lot about balance. And one of my favorite things was that you were talking about like points of friction and not wanting to have friction and just like making these lists of things that were causing you problems and kind of like going through and solving them later. And I just feel like that stuff, it just takes time. And it just takes time both to bump into what isn't working and then also to to figure out what is the right solution. Yeah, and it's also just like like yeah, if if something doesn't feel right, like what is that problem? Is that just like it's really dark outside and that's the problem? Or is it like I'm stressed about something and then is that like work or is that financial or is that about something else? Like you have to figure out what that is. And obviously any given thing touches a lot of these. And then once you find, or you're like, oh, actually, I'm just stressed because I don't have a good budget. It's like, well, now I know what the problem is. Let me see what I can do and what I can put together and let me build it out and let me bring the right people into. And that's another thing. Like I've had phenomenal people around me. Like I love the team I work with. They're amazing. I just, it's really nice to have my family so close. Like that's amazing. I've met really great people while I'm here. And what I also love is that, um, in my work, we work a lot with freelancers and we work a lot project-based. And so many of them have said to me, like, let me know if you want to work on something again. Like, 
Oh, that's fun when it's like such a good relationship. Yeah. And I love that almost everything I've worked on has like, we've kind of ended on that note. They're like, let me know if you have anything else. I'd love to work with you again. And so that's just really nice. It's really nice. And so I also feel like one of the big promises I made to myself when I was like crying on the airplane from London, very melodramatic, I know, um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) was like, I don't want to lose the person I became in London. And it has, (laughs) there has been a lot of housekeeping here. And I think I actually had a conversation with my mom and she was saying that like, when you move back to your hometown, there's a lot of things that are unresolved. And Mm. you kind of have to, if you're, gonna and I don't know if I'm gonna live forever in Iceland or not but like if you want to like make it work for yourself I know I say that phrase all the time and it's not a pun on the name of the podcast but like (laughs) if you want it to work you have to kind of be honest with yourself and be like okay like I, I I literally had a situation where I walked in and they worked for me in the past and I was like this is entirely dysfunctional and I just had to walk out of the situation even though I didn't necessarily have something else like you have to just trust that like you're making the right decisions. It was, it was super hard. Like there were so yeah. many moments where it was super hard and it was so dark outside and so cold. And I was just like, what am I doing? But I'm I'm so, and I think I've also sat on the show, like I went to see a therapist. I had like this amazing person help me. Like, so I just think that it has taken, it. I swear this is not just this year. I feel like this is like a two year, almost three year process that has just been like, yeah, all right. Let's get all these puzzles together. Like, what is the problem? Where do we have to adjust things? Like, a lot of really hard decisions, but like, it's so worth it. And it was amazing. And I've even had people say to me like, wow, it's really clear you've done a lot of like self-work, which is Mm. like rewarding to hear that from someone you trust. Um, So yeah. Yeah. And I just feel like I can't wait for 2023. We're not going to talk about our plan for 2023, (laughs) but like, because I feel like I'm not starting on the back foot, if that makes sense. I feel like mm. I'm coming into 2023 where I'm just like, all right, I know the tools I use. I know how I like to set things up. I know the type of people I like to work with. I already have people I could work with. Like I already have all these elements that is amazing. And I'm like so excited to just not be in a crisis, if that makes sense. <laughs> What a solid way to start the year. (laughs) So, yeah. So it's, like I said, it's been a big year and like a lot of things have been really hard. And um, yeah, but I love this theme and I'm really grateful for all of that. Wow. I'm so glad that this theme worked out so well for you. Thank you. Sorry if it's a bit mushy. Maybe I should just be like, oh, and then... (laughs) Just find like a snarky quote in there somewhere. No, it's fine for it to be mushy. I feel like your themes aren't you don't usually end up being mushy. So, okay, it's fine. You're you're okay. (laughs) Great. So, um, yeah, I think that's the kind of long and short of it. Like, um, I don't know if there's anything you want to dig into more or maybe we should just hear from your year and we can. um, I don't know. I feel like. I feel like I dug into some of the stuff with like, I wanted to hear about your categories and we did that, which is cool. And like how you set it up and how you laid it all out. So yeah, this is just really cool to hear about. Yeah. And if anyone wants, I like 
maybe just one thing that is like if someone is like wanting to work on because I think harmony or balance is really hard to work on because it's easier to work on one thing but it's hard to work on like the interplay um so in Notion mm. I created like because you can have it both as a view like as a board or a gallery and also as a table so in the table I actually created like what is the intention what is the longer description and how do I check in and I feel like that was a really good one. So I had like a prompt mm. question for each of those. I, I didn't hugely go into them a lot. It's not like I did a daily check or anything like that. I just, they existed there. And so when I would open a given area, it, like it would all be there. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Notion is so powerful. Those databases. I am obsessed with I could talk so much about Notion, but we will save that for another day. But like, yeah, Notion was a huge part of actually like setting this all up. And like, a, I even have like links to the people who are involved with given areas. Like it gets really detailed. But yeah, I loved it. I want to dig into all of this. And I actually think that maybe next episode is going to be a good time to dig into all of yeah. this. So. Yeah, let's do it next time. Yeah, that sounds Let, good. I, th I think for anyone who has any other specific questions about our Notion setup, definitely send those in mm -hmm. before, like when you hear this, so that mm -hmm. we get them before we record. But yeah, I actually think next episode, we're going to have a lot of Notion to talk about. Mm -hmm. All right. So now I want to know everything about your year. I'm so curious. <laughs> I think so I want to start off because you started off by sharing how you reflected so I want to share a little bit oh yeah no sorry that's a way better place to start <laughs> I'm sorry no it's okay how I <laughs> sorry, yeah. just jump right in <laughs> no I wanted to I wanted to share how I reflected a little bit so I actually did my pretty basic exactly what I normally do reflection prompts, which we have published on the Make Work Work website, mm -hmm. which is really fun, which is um, I don't always use all of them, but I use several of them. And that's what I did this year. So I just picked, I think like half of them felt to me like they were, they were good. And so I just picked those reflection prompts and they're things like some of them are pretty broad, like how did the year go overall? And then some of them were a little bit more specific, like what was the highlight of the year and what was the low light of the year? And so those ones, like one of them that I did this year was what would you do differently if you could do this year over and like biggest lessons from this year. So there are some good ones. So I have all of that in a blog post. And so I just copied those over to also Notion <laughs> and I was reflecting on them there. And then the other thing that I did to check in was just looking at my goals document like as a whole and then um, getting to that. So yeah, I'll, I will dive in. I don't really know where to start. I think that the best place for me to start is I think I just need to give a quick recap of how my year went and then yeah. I will share what my goals were again and then how I did there. But that sounds good. I think that's the only way to, the only way to share it is this way because this was such a strange year. And I went into this year, I don't know if you remember this, Habby. I went into this year really neutral. Like I'm normally yeah, extremely, yeah, I'm normally really optimistic and I'm really like, everything's going to be amazing. And that's just kind of like my default. Yeah, you were like, I can't plan things. Plants don't mean anything in, in this <laughs> wild world it we live in. It wasn't that depressing. <laughs> it wasn't that depressing. I was just like, tired of being let down. And so I was like, I am going in neutral and we'll see what happens this year. And I have some goals and we'll just see what happens this year. Because mm -hmm. I literally, even at the beginning of last year, I still don't think I knew if I was moving. 
Oh, I didn't right. know if oh, I was God. moving, where I was moving. Didn't know when I was oh, moving. God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. This is just, That's this so is just stressful. how our life works. Oh, it's so stressful. So that was like a big unknown about this year. And then also at the beginning of the year, I was hiring for three positions. Oh, yeah. You were so busy. Yeah. It was like you were unreachable because you were always doing interviews. Yeah. I was just in back-to-back interviews for like all of January and mm-hmm. part of February. It was just ridiculous. Like I was just constantly interviewing people and it wasn't sustainable. I got to meet a lot of amazing people, but it was not sustainable. Mm -hmm. And so it resulted in hiring three fantastic people, but like Mm -hmm. the process was not optimal. I would not do that again the way that I did it. So Mm -hmm. we actually last year, like fake restarted the year in February (laughs) because January was so bad for both of us. January was awful. And just so overwhelming. Yeah. When I was thinking back to that, I'm like, wow, I feel like a different person. I feel like a different person also. Yeah. That person in January. That's the last winter was awful. It was awful. I forgot how bad, like how long it was still bad. It went really long. If that makes sense. Because we were both like, oh, February is going to be fine. And it No, it wasn't fine. We released our beginning of the year episode in May. No. No. Yes, we did. (laughs) I'm going to cry. I forgot. I blocked these things out. Um, I blocked these things out. We both do this. This is why I have to build in reflection. I blocked these things out too. But we didn't release our beginning of the year episode until May. And we had record. It was just sitting there. We were struggling so much. We were just struggling so much. We were both in a bad place. No, it wasn't a good place. And so... Anyways, that just goes to show, like, I don't think we ever talked about this because you don't talk about stuff like that at the time. I don't, no. at, at least, like, because I don't know how to. And so, you know, now we're talking about it because we're through it. But it was just, it was just a really difficult time for both of us, like, just through sheer yeah. overwhelm and overwork and not feeling on top of things. Also, just a horrible time to be alive. <laughs> like, the mm. world, I've thought about a lot. Sorry, I keep jumping oh, yeah. into your part, but like, I keep. <laughs> Everyone keeps asking like, oh, so are you moving back to London? And I'm like, the UK is not doing great. Like, I think all that, like, there's a crisis there on like multiple fronts. I like think about all my people in the UK all the time. And I'm like, I I am not like envious of the position that is like what is going on there at the moment. And so it's like. Last winter was so hard and it was such a drag. And yeah, I for, I totally forgot. Yeah. It was a dark. Actually, I didn't forget because coming into December, I had this like knot in my stomach because I feel like I just remembered how hard this time was last time, if that makes sense. Yeah. 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 Not yeah. That completely makes sense. I know. Last winter was rough. It was rough. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't know. Just when I think back to that, I'm like, wow, I feel like a different person. Mm-hmm. But so that like that was the start of the year, which it didn't go super great. But then I hired three people, which was excellent. That was great. Yeah. Great decisions all around. Um I went on a work trip in April. That was like my first work trip away from my daughter that Aww. I had like never been away from her before for and it was like four days or something like that or like five days and it was like such a big deal so it is a big deal it was it was and then I saw you in <gasps> also in April that was no, so in May. Good. no April it was in May was it in May I think no no it was no. April 
Was it March? <laughs> was it March There's into no April? No way it was March. Okay. Well, anyways. No, no, no. It was start of April. I think it was, it was 31st the start of April. March was the day I flew out of Iceland. Oh, okay. 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 Sorry. So. <laughs> Sorry. I just remembered also. Do you remember? I just got COVID before yeah. I went on the yeah. trip. I totally I forgot about this. I was just going through my work calendar because I had to hand in like some traveling reports. And I was like, yeah. oh yeah, that happened I didn't even know year. if you were going to make the trip because you had just had yeah. COVID. Like we were trying to figure yeah. out. <laughs> I totally forgot about all this. Yeah, it was off. Last winter was awful. Yeah, it w- it wasn't good. It wasn't good. And then, and then things picked up. Things picked mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. So my we got more clarity the problem is you know what i completely forgot is that i live in tennessee now for Mm -hmm. anyone that doesn't know and before this i lived in virginia they're not actually that far away but it's like far enough away everything in the u.s is huge so it's a distance it's a a distance Mm -hmm. that you have to travel i completely forgot that we did a house hunting trip where we drove with our baby and two dogs from Virginia to Tennessee for a weekend to oh, house hunt and then drove back. And it was like... I just got shivers from that. Oh, gosh. An 18... No, a 14-hour drive or something like... Like, it was, like, ridiculous. It was, like... It was, like, ridiculous. Like, we left first thing in the morning, packed up the baby and the dogs. We had someone watching the cats and the fish at home. So don't worry. Everyone was taken <laughs> care of. And we just drove. And we just drove all the way i think it was i don't remember how long it takes i have it all on my instagram stories all of our (laughs) car trips are always on my instagram stories and and then we spent time and i'm actually i'm really happy that we did this so we never did a proper house hunting trip anywhere else that we ever lived for a variety of reasons like either it couldn't happen or like there were a couple reasons so this was our first one and i completely forgot that we did that this year because it was so overwhelming but we saw a bunch of houses and ended up landing on this one and like did a bunch of research also before moving here of like where do we want to live where's the gym what's the grocery store nearby is there like a this is there that way more in depth than we've ever done because we have learned our lesson mm. <laughs> and let me tell you it paid off it paid off mm. big time we I are so happy with this house we're so happy with where we live we're so happy with all of the decisions that we made but so but the beginning of the year was so stressful because we were actually originally supposed to move in april and then they oh, changed God. it on us to june and so it was like we were preparing in april i remember oh, yeah. being at this trip in toronto and closing on this house in tennessee virtually from mm-hmm. toronto and so then because we thought we were moving here. So we, like we bought this house and then we didn't have to move. We weren't able to move here until June. It was it was such a mess. And then we had to sell our other house. And that was just buying and selling houses is not a relaxing hobby. <laughs> <laughs> there are five million tasks at all times. You have to be on top of the paperwork. There, You just, you have to be. You're constantly mm-hmm. getting emails from like realtors and lawyers and like this thing going on and like this thing going on. And I just remember thinking that my personal life was like in chaos for the first half of last year, just oh, purely through buying and selling a house, no, figuring so out stressful. moving with a baby. They moved the date on us. That's it was so okay. wild. And then it all reset in June, like properly. Like mm-hmm. I, so my birthday is in June and I did this thing this year that I think has to be. It, this was my best birthday. I took the day off of work and I went, it was like a Wednesday and I went with two friends and we just went to the spa all day. Oh, that's so nice. And it was so fun. I've never done anything like that on like a random weekday. It was 
It was so fun. So, so anyways, nice. June kicked off really nicely. And then I moved here and that move went really well also, which was good. But the other thing that happened is that I moved here in June and then for July and August, I was off on my sabbatical. So like oh, June and my yeah. sabbatical for anyone, I th- I think we've talked about this in other episodes, but the company that I work for, Buffer, after you've been at the company for more than five years, you're eligible at five years, you're eligible for a six-week sabbatical. At six years, you're eligible for a seven-week sabbatical. So that's the level that I was at. So I took a seven-week sabbatical for July and August, which was absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I, like the first half of the year for me was chaos. And then oh I hard hit reset. Like it was like a hard reset mode. It was like, now you live in a different house, in a different state, and mm-hmm. you're not working for seven weeks. And it was just like it's amazing. beautiful. It was amazing. Absolutely glorious. During this time, I Marie Kondoed my entire life. That's amazing. (laughs) Highly, highly recommend to everyone. And that's when I picked back up the artist's way. Do you remember? We then had Mm -hmm. these conversations where we were both like doing morning pages again. And we were like, this Mm -hmm. is amazing. So to me, honestly, if I'm looking back at this year, I'm like, there is such a clear, like the first half this year did not go super well, just purely because of overwhelm too much going on, like so much life admin, so much chaos. And then like hard reset over July and August. And then it all went really well after that. Or like, you know, it wasn't perfect, but like then I had like taken, I had the time to do things differently. And I don't know if you remember all my goals from last year or for before this year, I'll, I'll get into those. But, um, they, they were really habit focused and routine focused. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I and it was the that. same thing as you. It was like, I'm trying to figure this out. I'm trying to make this work. And I just had to do it for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. And then it's clicked in the last like two months. Oh my God. That's amazing. That is so amazing. <laughs> so it was the same thing as you. Oh my God. That makes me so happy. That makes me so, so happy because it's just. It is so hard when everything is hard. <laughs> like when you just, it, yeah, you feel out of yeah. sync with everything. It is a nightmare to live through that. And it's, oh my God, I'm so glad that you had this reset yeah. and that you found your, because you're also doing like some of the things you used to do, like you just picked back up. Like, yeah. Yeah. I feel like we've both actually talked about this where we were like, oh, did you know I like having a checklist? Do you know I like the daily stoic? Do you know I like the morning page? It's like, yeah, we all know all these things. But it's just like yeah. when when everything is out of sync, it's just it's so hard. It's so hard and it's so it's so like costly to put these things back into place. It's yes. so hard. It's so, so hard. It's easier to maintain than it is to rebuild. Yes. Right? And that's exactly what happened here is that both of us just Mm -hmm. had to rebuild. What's Mm -hmm. interesting is that I didn't like, it's so funny that we've been in the same place for so much of this. (laughs) I know it's so random because I don't know that we always think that we are like, I don't, I don't know that we always think that we are. I don't know. But it, when I was reflecting on this year, one of the things I kept coming back to, and it was so interesting because in this in the section that you just did where you were talking about your theme, you used this word a lot, but I was like waiting. <laughs> this, If I were to recap this year for myself, it would be this was 
a foundational year. This was me <gasps> building foundations. Oh and then I literally yes. wrote back to basics. Like when I was doing my reflection, I was just like, I just went back to basics. I was building a strong foundation with all of my habits and my routines. Mm -hmm. And you said foundations a lot when you were doing a recap <laughs> of your theme. So I feel like what's really funny is we were both just in the same mode. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. And like, I, I feel like, I don't know. I probably heard this on TikTok. I spent a lot of time on TikTok. I guess that's <laughs> what we're learning. It's like, there was like this metaphor for like when people, I, I'm not going to say this in a nice clean way, but okay, just, I'm just still going to try. Um, like if you see two people standing on a, pe on a beach, it just looks like two people standing on a beach. It's like metaphorical. And then, um, but like what maybe you don't see is like maybe one of the person wants to climb up the mountain that is next to the beach. And then the other person is like, oh, I don't have the energy for that because they've just climbed from like the deepest, darkest bit of the ocean to <laughs> get to the beach. Like mm. they have put all the effort that would go into climbing a mountain into just getting on a level. And I think it's like, I think this is why I'm so excited about 2023. It's like, I'm not saying I was in like a deep, dark bit pit for like years and years like that's not really what I'm saying like please no one worry about me but like I feel like I've just been trying to get to like a baseline like mm. I just don't want to yeah. be out of sync out of focus like out of rhythm like I think that's why I picked like year of harmony for me like rhythm balance like yeah like you're and that's why I focused like I mainly focused on just personal finances career work things just because I was like, I need the foundations to be really solid because I don't want to have to do all this work again. Like it's, yeah. 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 I feel that. And I think like, this is why at the beginning of this year or at the end of last year, whenever I did this goal setting, this is why I was so focused on my habits and my systems mm -hmm. because I was just like, they are not working for me. Like I, yeah. 2021 was such a big year because I had a baby. And so the year was like entirely different. And then it's like, you're adjusting to this new mode of life. Mm -hmm. And I almost feel like it's taken 2022 to be like, okay, I'm like figuring these things out and figuring out like how I fit into this. And also like the first year of having a baby is really wild, especially your first kid. And you're just literally figuring everything out. And so it just takes a while. It takes a while to figure things out. It takes a while to figure out like, how do you carve out time for yourself? And mm -hmm. yeah, I just feel so good about it now. So I'll, I'll share the three areas that I talked about when I was doing this year too, because I want to share like a little bit more detail, mm -hmm. but the three areas that I had were consistently output quality content. And this one was all about writing and publishing blog posts for myself and like publishing newsletters. And then the next one was reclaim my mornings. This one was all about my morning routine and my evening routine. And then like just being consistent about when I wake up. Mm -hmm. And then my third one was growing as a leader because I knew I was bringing on three teammates. And so I want to make sure that I'm like doing them justice as their manager. And so I actually, <laughs> I made these goals in January mm -hmm. and like set up systems to start working on these things. And then did not come back to this document. I did not come back to this document. I just came back to this document yesterday when I was doing reflections and prep. And I came in here and I started and I was like, oh, look at that. And I checked off pretty much everything. 
Oh my God. Oh my God. That's amazing. It was just one of those things where it's like, if you had asked me to check in halfway, I would have been like, I'm not doing good at any of this. But now that we're at the end, I'm like, oh yeah, I did all of this. And it was just because I like kicked off all of the right, like I knew what my priorities were and I kicked off all of the right systems and it just like, I just had to iterate and iterate and like change things and change things. And then it just clicked in the last couple of months where it's like, okay, um, did I hit my exact goal for newsletters? No, I'm off actually only by one though. So I'm not going to complain about me. You can still make that off. (laughs) I could, I could still make that up. Well, I'm counting like, cause I've been doing my newsletter weekly. So I'm counting like if I do it weekly for the next Oh my God, Haley, you're too strict on yourself sometimes. (laughs) Anyways. And then, uh, and then like my mornings, I, I think I talked about this in the last episode. We just like didn't even come into this in a real topic, but you said something like you're doing things before 6.30. And I was just like, yeah. yes. And honestly, the thing that has clicked for me in the last two months is that like I am a morning person and mm-hmm. I need to wake up early and I need to have that space for myself. And I've started waking up at 5 a.m. And it is for me. It is for me. Right. It is the right time that I should be waking up. <laughs> I'm so glad. And it's it just what I take away from, I feel like that's what you took away from my side and like the vice versa is also true it's like it's so much work like it's so like it it takes so long to do this and it sounds so simple like oh i just want to wake up a little bit earlier yeah like it's taking someone like you who is so disciplined and so clear on what you want and it still just takes forever to get it into like a consistency and get it into a routine and like mm-hmm. everything aligns on things. It's um it changes everything. Yeah. But I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah. It's oh what a I don't want to do this here again. <laughs> like let me be very clear. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to do this here again either. I but it was but I'm so glad that I did it. And now I feel like it's exactly what you're saying. Like, okay, I feel like I have rebuilt this strong foundation that I'm really happy with. Like I'm very happy with my creative output right now. Very happy with my morning routines. And then just that third one that I mentioned, like growing as a leader, I have been doing like leadership classes. Very happy with oh, how that's going. And then you cool. you s- sort of alluded to this, but like I um, I went back to jujitsu in the summer when I was on sabbatical. I started going back to jujitsu and like getting back to, I think you said like getting back to other things. Like mm-hmm. we got back to morning pages as well. But it turns yeah. out like jujitsu is a huge part of my identity. And it wasn't something that I was doing during the pandemic or like, you know, it wasn't something I was doing in 2020. And it wasn't something I was doing while I was pregnant or after I had just had a baby. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was not the time for that. And now I'm back to it and I'm so happy. And it's just like this piece like clicked into place for me of like, wow, this is this is such a fun and supportive community that I love being a part of. And I love having this as a part of my week. Mm-hmm. Every week I'm doing this a couple times a week now. So so yeah, I think for me, it was just this back to basics rebuilding for the second half of the year is sort of how that happened. And I'm so happy with how that turned out and it turned out perfectly. And now I'm, I agree. I would not want to redo this because the <laughs> rebuilding is a lot of work, but like, yeah. Okay. Maintaining is definitely where we're at. It's also what makes it frustrating. And I think for both of us, we're like, oh yeah, we did all this work to be somewhere where we've already been. <laughs> yeah. Know? Yeah. I don't love that. <laughs> so it's like, but the, the feeling I have is I, it's like, I know this is, 
um, like I feel like I'm standing in my two feet on the ground. Like it's mm. it's very like I know it sounds so simple, but I just feel like I just I don't know if anyone has done yoga, but like they teach you how to like stand into your four corners of your feet, like and you're just like properly grounded. You just feel strong. And I kind of feel like that. I just feel like, yes, this has been a lot of work, but it's, 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 it's doing it, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I also like how we have entirely different approaches and entirely <laughs> different circumstances. And we're just still so aligned. <laughs> it's so weird and crazy. Yeah. It's so funny. I think if I had gone, if I, if I were like going back a year and if I were planning this year again, if I were to have set my yearly theme, I think I would have made it like the year of foundations or something like that. And mm -hmm. that yeah. would have been really fun. So I think that's, I think I like reflecting on like what my theme would have been. <laughs> that's not the way that <laughs> themes work. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, just steal my theme or come up with yeah. it retroactively. You're like, oh yeah, that works for me. I'm just going to take that and go with it. It's like looking forward to whatever your next theme is and then I'll just steal that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. But I think also that's the power of reflection. You can be like, and I, what I'm also taking away with it, it's just like, um, I don't know, speaking of circles, I've heard this like life's luck is on a circle. Like sometimes it's good and sometimes it's bad. And I, it's like very like this too shall passy, but like it's when things are good, just know they are also going to be bad again. Like there will also be a bad time again, but then also know you can get through it. And then when things are bad, just be like, yes, things are bad, but you can also kind of come on the other side of it. I just think that it's like a really helpful thing to remember. It's just like, yeah, we're happy now yeah. with things, but like they also, yeah, it's easier to maintain than build. That's definitely a good one. Yeah, that is definitely what I'm thinking of going into next year is just like, okay, <laughs> we're not going yeah. backwards. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am never going back to this time. <laughs> like, no, this is, yeah, I'm very glad to be putting all this behind. It's funny. I had this on my birthday, actually. I, my birthday is in September where um, I, this is another thing that I think is sometimes funny. It's like, you realize you're stuck in like a talking point and then- my mm. friend, she came for my birthday and like she had been in like the flat I currently live when like I didn't have a bookshelf and there were still boxes here because I had just moved and like I hadn't put everything in place and it was very kind of bad, you know, and she just came and she was like, oh my God, Abby, your home is so warm and Aww. like just you're smiling and you're having a party and obviously as a type seven, that is what I like. Um, <laughs> you like a spa with like a couple of friends. I like like a party. Um, and I just realized because I was kind of stuck and like, oh, this is like this difficult, dark time. And I was like, you know what? My life actually has been pretty good. I think since that trip to Virginia, like I think hmm. like since I saw you like in like April-ish, like obviously things are always you know, something is always happening and there are always things going on. But from like, I think that like dark time was like two years. So it like ended like spring of this year for me. Like it was mm. two dark years and then it started to pick up like from like April, I think. Yeah, I am so glad that it has picked up and it's not dark anymore. Oh my God. <laughs> I also, <laughs> like what you just said, 
it doesn't suit my personality. <laughs> like I want things to be exciting. I want to yep. be like working on something that is cool and interesting. I want to work with people. Like I feel like another thing, yeah, another thing that I've just really taken away is that I know exactly the things I like, the people I like to work with, how I like my routine, how I, I just know all of these things. Like there are no surprises anywhere. I know exactly how I want things to be set up. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing is that we've both done so much work to know what our preferences are in this. Mm -hmm. And then it's just about like making that a reality, which is easier said than done. Yeah. But then also we have done it. Like we've done it in the past yeah. and now we've done it again. And now we have done it again. <sighs> all right. Okay. <laughs> I think that's a lovely note to go into our next section which is about favorites so yeah this actually leads us perfectly into 2022 favorites and now i'm happy because we're talking about exciting fun things <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is gonna be good we kind of threw this list together because in the past we've done tech travel and books mm -hmm. as like top favorites in each category mm -hmm. and i think we just wanted to build off of that a little bit more favorites are just fun i love ending your lists and favorites are fun. And this is fun. And please, if someone wants to give us like tweets or whatever, it's a neutral platform, <laughs> like information, <laughs> emails or whatever <laughs> with theirs, like, yeah, feel free. Um, so the first one is favorite trip. And Haley, did you want me to start with that? Sure. Or did you want to start? Okay. <laughs> I'll start. <laughs> I know what mine is. I know what mine is. I had such a weird year. I had all of this stuff planned that didn't happen for a variety of reasons. But anyways, I went on multiple trips this year. For some reason, they were all to Canada. And let me tell you <laughs> that two of my work trips were to Canada and that is not normal. I've never done a work trip to Canada before. Like my work isn't in Canada. It doesn't make sense that my work trips are in Canada. Went so to Canada funny. twice on work trips. Anyways, my favorite one just happened in November. We had our marketing meetup for the marketing team in Vancouver. And it was just, Aww. it was such a good trip because it just like, it lined up perfectly. We had all like all the right pieces in place to make it a success. And it was just like such a powerful week. Vancouver is a beautiful city. It's like mountains and water. Oh it's and like on the top of my list where I want to go. It's so nice. And I got to see some family while I was there too. So it was kind of like, and I ended the, I ended that trip with like getting to see family. So it was the perfect kind of like little combination of like a quick trip, but that was really impactful and I felt good about it. And one of the other things is that I like about this trip is that I did my morning pages every day while I was there, oh, which yeah. I normally would drop off of something like that. And mm -hmm. I didn't because I'm like, I know how important this is now. So Aww. it made the trip that. better. Yeah. What about you? What was your favorite trip? I think my favorite trip was to LA. And then Ooh, I stopped yeah. on the way to see you as well. Uh, I think that <laughs> yes, was my favorite trip. Okay, I'm glad trip. that's your favorite. <laughs> I That trip to LA was incredible. First of all, I love palm trees. Um, <laughs> call me cheesy, but I just love palm trees. We had a really cool group with us. So it was just great from like, I think we had like four or five people we were bringing and it was me and my boss and we all stayed together in like some super weird LA Airbnb. Oh my gosh. <laughs> LA is so weird. I made the mistake. I was going to walk home from like a restaurant and 
I am never doing that again. I thought I was going to get shot or killed or oh, driven gosh. over or something because it's just oh it's not goodness. very pedestrian friendly. It wasn't like a far distance. I have never been to LA. Like, have you never been to LA? Don't walk. Mm-hmm. Uber everywhere. Good to know. That explains why everyone says that the traffic is so bad in LA because no one is walking. Yeah. So. No, I literally tried to walk and I almost got hit over by a car because they were like, why are you walking? <laughs> like, it's not <laughs> even properly lit. And I was just off like the big famous streets. Like I wasn't oh in some gosh. weird, I was like in Hollywood or somewhere. I don't know exactly. And um, I, it actually, um, I don't know how long you want me to talk about it, but like, um, <laughs> we were traveling with this guy who the first day we had was off because we wanted to build in time for jet lags because like we were flying to LA. It's really far. So a lot of us got in like the program started on a Tuesday and a lot of us got in on the Sunday. So Monday was off. And one of the guy on the trip, he was like, oh, I've booked this tour. And he wasn't being all like, oh, why didn't y'all come with me? He was just like, I've booked this tour. And we were like, oh, "Oh, that's super cool. Can we come with you? (laughs) He's like, yeah, whatever. And it was this LA hood tour, like around the hoods of LA. And we had like a proper, like he introduced himself as like a gangster. And he was like showing us around and it was so powerful because like hip hop culture comes from there and hip hop is like now this big music genre. And it was, it's the best tour I've ever done. And it was so music related Mm. and relevant. And I also just like, I don't know hip hop super well. It's not really my music style. Um, But I suddenly understood the difference between California hip hop and New York hip hop. And I had this under different understanding and what I was just blown away is like this whole hip-hop influence we have in our culture and we've had like since like Dr. Dre was like 20 years ago or something is from like three neighborhoods in LA like everyone comes from like these three neighborhoods and as someone who thinks about like music exports like how do you create like almost like cultural influence in like different markets it's just like incredibly powerful to see like these and all these words you keep here, like it's so funny when you hear like hip hop from like suburban Iceland and they're trying to sound all like gangster and you're just like, you live in a giant house, like you're fine over there. You're fine. <laughs> like, but like all that influence, it comes from like these three neighborhoods and it's not that big. You could just drive and it's like, oh, here's Kendrick Lamar's house. Kendrick Lamar's house and here's Dr. Dre's house and it's wow so it's a small it was so powerful so that's like my favorite I don't normally do these type of things but like this is my favorite one I've ever been on it was so powerful um from like a work yeah. perspective also we set up great relationships that are just like paying off massively um I feel like this part of music I don't really work in I understood it so much better because I just met so many people there um, and then I got to see you. Yeah. Be- that was my favorite part of you going to LA was stopping in Virginia. Yeah. So I actually, it was so funny because we were booking the trip and it just ended up somehow making sense. I know it probably sounds like it doesn't make sense. I would fly 
via Washington DC to LA and back via DC also. And then I just had Makes two weekends next to each other. It was like one weekend with Haley and then LA and then on the way back one weekend with Haley and then I went home. The best. <laughs> so we had the so best. many long drives to the airport. It was amazing. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Oh my gosh. And I got to meet your daughter, which was amazing. Yay. And Very fun. I love that I got to see your house in Virginia because now you've obviously moved. So I'm like, <laughs> I would have missed it otherwise, you know. I mean, it happens to a lot of people that they miss where I live because we move every few years. So it's like, if you don't catch it, then we're gone. We're in a new location. <laughs> yeah, it's so strange. It's so strange too. Yeah. Um, oh. Yeah, that was my favorite trip. LA. Okay. It was great. Um, I also just love, we were just talking about winter and I am like, no, I love wearing dresses and I love the sunshine <laughs> and I love palm trees. I just love California. Like it's, uh, even though I don't like walking in LA, just don't do that. That's, that was my favorite trip. Those palm trees made it onto our make work work wallpaper, by the way. Mm-hmm. So that was our July wallpaper for anyone. Mm-hmm. That was LA palm trees. Mm-hmm. That was LA. Okay. What was your favorite public project in 2022 and we're defining this as just like something out in the world that you worked on okay um if i hadn't been in meetings all day i would have actually talked to you about this in advance because i actually am kind of gonna cheat on this a little bit <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> uh, we knew this was gonna come up um okay <laughs> we knew you were gonna cheat is what <laughs> No, I was going can't to do anything with the rules because then Abby just bends them. I don't like rules. Or I just okay. So can I pitch this where we have one public project, one project that is not public? If we're okay with sharing it, and then what does that even mean? What? <laughs> so okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna need you to walk me through this. You you do your sections and then. <laughs> so I am going to cheat on this in two ways because so oh favorite gosh. public project. The thinking behind this is just like something we've shared with the world in 2022, like so that is available to the public. So because so we're not just talking about some boring things we did at work that no one knows about or sees. Um, <laughs> except I have one thing that I did with work that no one sees that I want to mention. Oh so that's gosh. like a not a public project that I still want to share. So that is way number one. I want to cheat on this category. <laughs> and then I actually also want to cheat in making it like public online and public in person. What does that mean? I'm not in person ever. It just means I have th- It just means I have three. <laughs> it means you have three. Okay, why don't you do your three and then I'll, I'll do my one after. You can't change <laughs> okay. things like this on me. I only have one. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Well, as I talk, maybe you'll come up with something, but I'm so sorry for cheating. Um, (laughs) So favorite public project number one that's online and people can check out is that we launched, this was one of the first thing we did this year. We did this in like January. We launched like a discovery tool on the Iceland Music website for concerts that Icelandic artists are performing internationally. It's a really simple concept. Oh, that's cool. But there's no way of saying it without saying all those words. It's basically just like a feed with all the concerts any Icelandic artist is performing internationally. So anyone can just go on there and you can just be like, if you're based in New York, you can just check New York and then you can see all the artists that are Icelandic that are playing in New York. And it just works like that. 
And I love That's it. Cool. It's so cool. We're promoting it a lot. And it's, I just know it's so great for the artists that we can do that because obviously selling tickets to shows is good for the artists. And I don't know if you know this, Haley. if you, I haven't told, talked to you about this, is that the back end from this actually comes from my old work. Oh, you, you alluded to this or you like kind of sort of mentioned this in a, in another conversation. That's cool. So yeah, so it was so easy for me to set it up because all I had to do was like, can we please just get a feed with this? And they were like, here it is. <laughs> I uh -huh. actually had to pretend that work that it took longer because it would just be a little bit unrealistic. But I literally got it later that day. Um, That's so funny. So we have it and it's amazing. And I love that. I love that we have that. And it's just a great tool for us. So we have like two things we promote massively internationally. It's like this, which is like where you can buy tickets to see Icelandic artists. And then the other thing we promote are our playlists, which I know our listeners actually listen to. So um, that's just something I'm really excited about because people, it's something that people see and it's fun. Nice. So that is my first one. What are your other two? That is like my main one. <laughs> okay. And then I just have like two little bonus ones. Um, the other one I really, I just think it's like a cool thing I did is that I did the keynote at the Iceland Airways conference. Ooh, I didn't know that. Or I didn't, I didn't do the keynote, but like the keynotes, I was like the moderator for the keynote. That's what I meant. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. So, yeah, so the keynote was with an artist called Leve, who I'll put a link in the show notes. Um, and she's been blowing up. She already has like millions and millions of uh, plays on her songs. And we just have this great relationship with her manager. And she's so cool. And she's she's on like a sold out US tour and sold out UK tour and sold out Europe tour. And this is her wow. first ever tour she just kind of started in covid and she sounds like old hollywood but she does this modern takes on jazz so it's like accessible and like poppy but still like jazz sound is really amazing so yeah i was just a fan of her from like when i discovered her and then we have a really good working relationship with her and then we decided to do the keynote on her because of all of her great success and then my boss asked if I wanted to moderate it and that was really That's cool so cool so yeah that was uh because that was like in person you kind of just had to be there and if you weren't it's kind of gone <laughs> okay and then the last one is that I'm actually really proud of this project is that we had this long and tedious and difficult process at work it doesn't matter the details but I had it fully automated <laughs> it was so satisfying. Mm. It was so tedious. We were copy pasting information from PDFs into spreadsheets. And if you've ever oh done gosh. that, you know, it doesn't even really work. And <laughs> I just got the budget to hire a programmer. And it's the favorite programmer I've ever worked with. She's amazing. She just delivered it immediately. Um, and it saved us so much time. And it was so... Like there were never any problems with it. It just worked. And she used like Zapier and Squarespace. And I almost kind of want to do Love like it. a blog post about like what we did and how we did it. Um, because I'm actually really proud of it. Um, yeah. I love that. So I'm sorry, I have three. <laughs> okay, I completely misunderstood this category. 
because oh. <laughs> oh, sorry. I thought that it wasn't work stuff for some reason. Oh, okay. Like, I don't know. I thought when you said public project that you meant like personal projects. I don't oh. know where I was at, but I'll just <laughs> share a couple because you shared a couple. Just share whatever you want to share. <laughs> I'm not even going to try to categorize them. I'll just share a few things. Um, <laughs> That's perfect. One of my favorite things that I work on every year that was my favorite again this year because so much so much work goes into it and but then you get like really good data is the state of remote work report that I run yeah that's with work yeah and it's I don't even remember I think it this was the fifth year doing it I think if I'm remembering correctly and so it's just like many years in the making it means that we have really cool insights and like trends that we can show over time and we're just one of the largest one of the largest remote work reports and so it's just fun very, very fun to do that. And then I'm just like personally interested in the results. So I think it comes through in how I put the report together. So. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. It's great. State of remote work report. That was a big one. It's a big one every year. And uh, yeah, I actually just got the data for next year's report and I'm like <gasps> so excited. Is there any <laughs> sneak preview you can share with us? No. No. All, of, all right. I would take forever and I still have to deal. <laughs> I have to dig into the insights. That's why. Cause it's just like, you have to go like five layers deep to get anything good. <laughs> I'm just being difficult. <laughs> um, the other thing I worked on this year that was like really wild because I worked on it right before I went on sabbatical and then I worked on it immediately coming back from sabbatical. I like day one had to dive in and do stuff immediately again was the podcast that I did for work, which is called Small Business big lessons and that was our second season doing it and I got to be the host <gasps> which was so fun but I think the thing is like all of the stories of these small businesses are so good they're Aww. so good like I cried like just listening to the the two last episodes that we did because they're just Aww. like so deep the things that these small business owners are sharing and so yeah just really Aww proud of how that turned out. And I think it's just a really powerful podcast. And what's really fun is I have this friend, I was talking to her a couple of weeks ago and she's looking at starting a small business and she works for a small business right now. So she's like pretty familiar. And she said something and I was like, oh, I have some advice on that. Actually, I have like some people that I interviewed for a podcast that talked about that. So I could send you an episode if it's not too cringy to like send you an episode of a podcast that I, that I did. <laughs> and she was like, no problem. Like, please send it. And I ended up sending her the episode and then she listened, she like binged the whole series. And then she sent me this text message and she was just like, this is literally exactly what I wanted. And oh, this is so great. helpful. And so it was also just so nice to hear that from someone who I know really well as well. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Wow. That's incredible. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. And then since you said three, I'll say my original one. Cause you said, but I thought it was like personal project. I don't know. I I'm rebooted so my newsletter this year yes, and started sending it weekly. That was I'm amazing. Really, I'm really happy with it. It's really fun to do it every week. That's so cool. I love, we should do this more often. <laughs> like this is so funny. <laughs> Given how much we talk about work, I feel like we don't actually talk that much about what we actually do out of no. work. No. We're always just talking about like how frustrating things are sometimes. And like our processes and we're like digging deep into mm -hmm. like folder organization. And then it's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, you moderated a keynote? Like what? That's did you not know that? No, I didn't know about that. But Oh yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. It's cool. Go. It was so fun. 
And Louie, check her out. She's so talented. Okay, so favorite app is the next category. I want you to go first. I think you already know mine. Are you going to say Notion? I'm just going to say Notion. <laughs> okay. I feel like, okay, if I elaborate a little bit more. um, <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Since we're on a podcast, no, I'm just kidding. Um, um, <laughs> no, I feel like Notion for me is something that I really made my own this year, if that um is helpful i i i could talk about it for so long i i have i don't know if everyone uses notion this way because i feel like it's actually quite complex but it makes sense um and i cannot wait i think i think the problem both you and i were having with like all this uh other time was that it was so hard to make plans and yeah we like plans (laughs) so we like plans it's hard when you when you want to find a structure for something, but there is nothing to pin down anywhere. Um, so, yeah, I think Notion, I have this, the the Year of Harmony really set up how I want to use it. Like it, it's just perfect. And actually the other thing that helped was also, um, I'm giving this to you, the para method. Oh yeah, the para method. Where it's so like, good. how do you make the same thing called the same things in different systems? So if you're managing something, one of the big, sorry, I'm sp- like one of the big things I wanted, I just, I just wanted clarity on everything. I didn't want things to be confusing. So yeah, Notion has been a huge help with that. And I, I like the flexibility of the prop platform, but I also like how powerful it is. I like all these mm. connections you can create. It's just... It's been a game changer for me. And I feel like this year was the year I really kind of, uh, it took off. I know app kind of yeah. implies that it's like on your phone. I mainly use it on my computer, but I have it on my phone. And yeah, that's my favorite. Mm. Like no contest, like absolutely no contest. It's just my favorite. It's the same for me. Mine is also Notion, except yeah. I use mine on my phone and I have the widget actually on my home screen. because For your little daily routine. Yeah, for my little daily Notion journal. But I completely agree. I just feel like Notion became a really big part of my systems mm-hmm. this year. And it was a game changer for me. And I'm just at this place where I'm moving. Anything that can be a Notion is going in Notion. And like, that's just the way that I'm making adjustments for everything to be more streamlined. And it's it's hard because I feel like when Notion is first sold to you, it's sold to you as a system that does everything, but you can't just start doing everything in no. a new system. Yeah. Like you just can't. And so I think that's what I struggled with. But then when I just started like, okay, I'm using it for this. Okay, now I'm using it for notes. I feel like notes was the key thing for me. And then once I started using it more for notes, I started building other other things in there. I really think we need to dig into Notion more fully in the next episode though. Yeah. Yeah. How much time do you have? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Ask me in a, a few weeks. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's just no contest. Yeah. 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 No contest. No contest. What was your favorite process? This is kind of just like a continuation of the same answer because the personal finances was okay. I I actually also want to talk more about like personal finances because it's something I have never really tackled head on till this year. I'm not Mm. saying I didn't like manage my finances till this year. I'm just saying that like, 
I didn't fully go like, all right, oh, I'm looking you in the face and I'm like, I'm solving you personal finances. I'm like, what do I want from this? How do I want to set it up? And I, here's something that annoys me. I feel like um, this is complicated. Like there's yeah. so many, like maybe this is super obvious, but it's like, it's complicated for many different reasons. Like one is like, if you want to think about the future, you need to think about like projection and you need to understand interest rates and you need to know what your goal, are you going to buy a property? Are you okay being on the rental market? Because you're for some reasons like, so there's like projections and interest rates and like that's complicated, but then you can't get there till you understand your current budget. But to understand your current budget, you need to know about your spending. But like, these are three different things. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. They're just separate. Like they're just entirely separate. And I've tried apps and I've tried spreadsheets and I've looked at, I can't even tell you how many templates and I've looked at TikToks and I've done, I think like I've really explored. I'm like, are there apps? Are there like, what, how are people doing this? Like, what is the process people have? And I've tried a bunch of different things and I tried a spreadsheet and I was like, no, this is not doing it for me. Um, and then I also wanted to like separate, like what is me tracking actual spending? Because then it's also easy to get caught up in the wrong thing. You can way over categorize. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter yeah. if it's like a cafe or a bagel shop, you know, <laughs> like you don't need to categorize between <laughs> those two. So it's like, it's also hard to have like effective category. I don't know how, because I know I'm quite capable at like spreadsheets and stuff like that. And I'm like, if you're not like that, because a lot of people just aren't, I'm like, how do you do any of this because I am yeah. wrapping my head around this. I've put a lot of time into it already and I'm still working on it. Like I don't have it in the place where I want it to be. Um, so the big thing for me was just to track like, like what is the plan and what is the reality? Like those two things have to be tracked separately and then compared. Like how do you set that up? And then the future stuff, like that's a whole different thing. So um, my favorite process yeah. <laughs> is still in process of being figured <laughs> out. But I've landed somewhere where like I'm starting to wrap my head around it and I'm starting to see how it could become a consistent system. So my favorite process is incomplete, but it's like I'm working Sounds like on it's getting it. there. Yeah. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, I am super curious to hear from people on this because I think this is one of these things no one likes to talk about. Um, but I am so curious now. I'm like, everyone tell me how you're doing it because <laughs> everything I found is insufficient. That is my kind of bottom line. I just feel like it's, oh, you mean like exactly the tools that they're using? I just, I, I, I don't find any resource and I'm like, yeah, okay, that that covers what I need it to cover. I'm always like, okay, that is like a part of it, but what about all these other things? And then it doesn't do it. And so it's insufficient. So, yeah. yeah. I think, I personally just think the finances are so complicated that it's just really difficult to build a system for another person. Like for me, it has taken years of just building my own system in spreadsheets for only me. And like, yeah, I just had to adjust it over years. 
I genuinely, okay, I'm not going to get political, but I genuinely think that's on purpose. <laughs> like, I genuinely think, oh. I genuinely think like they don't want you to be good at your finances because that gives you power and they don't want you to be good at it. <laughs> so I think they deliberately make mm. it, they have apps for literally everything. There's not a good systems for this that I found. So I'm kind of developing my own process, but I like where it's headed, but I'm not. So that's my favorite process, my incomplete budget process. <laughs> that's a glamorous answer. <laughs> my incomplete budget. I do I do feel like obligated to shout out there is one tool that I know of that a lot of a lot of people really love for personal finances. And I feel obligated to share it here for anyone else that is feeling like this. I do not use it, but my sister does, but she also works there. So there's just like a big disclaimer <laughs> here. Um, but it's called You Need a Budget, YNAB. It is an app. You do have to pay for it, but I I think they have a free trial that's like pretty generous. This is this is one of the other problems I have is that a lot of apps, I tried it, but I also think I was maybe trying it wrong. Like a lot of apps don't have currency support if you're not in dollars. Oh, yeah. And so there's just like, I, like Notion doesn't have currency support for Icelandic money. So I just do all my budget in just numbers and not <sighs> in money, which annoys me. But like, that's a, why don't they have currency support? What? Because it's, this is, anyone from a small country knows what I mean. Anyone from a big country, like UK, US, just, they just don't ever think about it. It just yeah. doesn't even cross the radar. I also just thought the other day, I was like, why isn't there emoji support for you to type in, well, let's say you're using the frog emoji. Why can't I just write frog in Icelandic? You know, mm, yeah, I don't even think about that. It would take some super smart engineer like a day to figure out how to do that. But like, it's not on anyone's radar because like it's this is what, why they talk about like bias and all these systems. And it's so funny coming from UK, which is like it's not even the main market because US is obviously the main market. So it's like, but it's like almost the main market. And then go to Iceland and it's like we had our minister of culture write a letter to Disney to be like, you have to have Icelandic subtitles on Disney Plus because it impacts our cultural legacy if kids don't have Icelandic subtitles. Oh, wow. So yeah. it's just like, it's so funny. You have to have to like, it's, it's like the privilege conversation is obviously different because we're not like a minority in like that way. But it's just like, it, it, yeah, it's just like one version of the privilege conversation. It's just like they don't mm. care. Like they don't think about it. Like no one's Google bonus is tied to creating emoji support in Iceland or like adding <laughs> the currency support to Notion. Like no one is motivated by that. So, yeah. Yeah. So I think that's another part why like the budget thing is like, it's always like 401k doesn't exist in Iceland. That is an American concept. So like all these things are also limited to like specific markets. So it's just, yeah. Oh, I feel that even in Canada, I had that issue. But I think Canada is is getting better. Like I've seen a lot of different finance bloggers and stuff like that talk about different tools in Canada. But I remember when I was trying to do things and it was just like, yeah, this just doesn't work with the way that you save for retirement in Canada. Yeah, it's like, and then uh, I think another thing as well is that like coming from the UK or the US where I'm so spoiled for resources and everything. Like I read a book on personal finance in the UK a while ago and like 
I like there are a lot of resources and like Monzo is like a, the bank app I used was really great with like categorizing your expenses and like like moving into this territory. But then you come to Iceland and it's just like the level of knowledge from like in a small community is just less. There's just always going to be less people interested in personal finance in a smaller market than a bigger market. You know what I mean? So it's just like it's just yeah. under resourced on these things. So yeah, anyway, welcome to my super fun year with my spreadsheet. <laughs> like, oh my goodness. Okay, favorite process. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess so. It's so sad that that's my favorite process, but like <laughs> it's the one I built the furthest. Okay, I'm going to cheat for this one and do two, Okay, but my two are pretty predictable. I like that you're cheating now as well. <laughs> yeah, I'm cheating for the rest of the categories. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, uh, my two would be, I've talked about both of them at length, so I'm not going to go into them, but my daily notion journal is like my favorite thing in the world. And I love it so much. And I'm just, this is an example of something that I built just for work that is now spreading into being a daily thing for me all the time that is, I'm connecting to other databases and it's just becoming more powerful. So daily notion journal, we have a blog post on that. You can make a copy of exactly my database and how I have it set up. In, into your own notion. That's amazing. It's good. And then, okay, my second favorite process is going back to morning pages. <laughs> Just, oh, yeah. You can't, you can't. No, it's the best. Like, there's no way to emphasize enough how powerful it is to mm -hmm. just write out your thoughts every morning. It sounds so simple. And yeah, yeah. just write three pages every morning. It will change your life. <laughs> yeah. 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 We have more. I feel like we should just end the show there, but we actually have a lot more stuff to go through. <laughs> I feel like we should speed through these, though. Like, I think these need to be speed categories. All right. No more or else talking. I will, on the next section, take up an hour. So <laughs> we need okay. to go fast. Favorite book? <laughs> Am I going? Yeah. And you have to be quick. Okay. Well, I can't, I can't do just one book. So, <laughs> my, so we have this broken into fiction and nonfiction. These were predetermined and agreed upon categories. So <laughs> I'm not changing the book categories. <laughs> Maybe a little. <laughs> For fiction, um, yeah, I have to go with series because I can't just pick one book. Uh, I read this series for the first time this year that I loved. It just hit me. It was just so powerful and so well-written. And it's interestingly, it's written by two authors, which I think I oh. would love to know about the process of writing a book together. I don't know. That's amazing. Like a fantasy book. Um, the series is called The Mask of Mirrors. And... It was phenomenal. So if you're into fantasy, uh, I highly recommend checking it out. And then my other two fiction ones, <laughs> because <laughs> I the I'm just going to mention two that I've mentioned before, but I'm actually re I reread The Way of Kings by Brandon Sanderson. The whole series, all four of them are out now that are out. I know he has more coming because it's like a comfort thing for me when things aren't going well that I just want to reread stuff. And then I got to the end of The Way of Kings and I was like, yeah, I want more comfort. And so I'm rereading the Wheel of Time series by Robert Jordan now. So yeah, those are also two great fantasy series for anyone else who likes <laughs> fantasy. And then nonfiction, this one is super fast. There is a clear winner. There's a book that I loved so much that I finished reading it and I immediately started reading it again. And I just, oh, wow. like, that's how powerful it was for me. So I was just wild. like, should I just have this playing on the background? Because I listened to the audiobook for half of it. I was like, should I just have this playing in the background of my life? It is Ryan Holiday's latest book, Discipline is Destiny, and mm. it's so good. And self-discipline is something that I am very proud of, that I'm good at, but I love reading about it. I don't know. It just, it made everything better. I think that was one of the things that helped turn 
the end of this year in my favor to like be solid at habits. So. It's so good when you know like what you where your strengths lie. I, the other I have realized I am completely the reverse. It's almost like I have no self-discipline. But then as soon as I have like a responsibility towards someone else, mm-hmm. I have like endless energy. I think that was the the framework, the Gretchen Rubin framework was, I think that's the obliger. Like you don't hold to your own, but you do hold to other people's expectations. Yeah, but then I'm like still like a rebel in that because I don't like blindly follow other people. That would be crazy. Oh my goodness. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, anyways, I know you're Um, you're still a rebel. Okay. What were your favorite fiction and nonfiction books? Um. Actually, we had a question in there. We don't we don't have to get into it about like a book process. Um, I don't actually know what my favorite nonfiction this year is, which is crazy. Mm. We can talk more about a book process later. But I have, it doesn't say how many. So I'm just going to go. I have three books that I read this year. It doesn't say which, how many. We agreed one per category. No. I just did three, so I'm not. But what do you mean it doesn't say <laughs> no. how many? <laughs> it just says favorite book as a concept. It doesn't say like, and that means one. Like it's, um, oh my goodness. <laughs> anyway, so um, I read three books this year. All of, I don't, didn't only read three books, but three books that just really grabbed me and like just, I loved them a lot. One was Where the Crowd Dads Sing. I love that oh, book. So good. I loved it. I was reading it while I was like <laughs> at my sister's wedding in a different country. <laughs> I just kept being looking at all these people and I'm like, why don't you all go away so I can sit with my book and just read it? <laughs> like, it was like that kind of book. Um, another one, this is like an old one, but I read it this year and I really loved it. It's Station Eleven. Mm. Have you read that one, Hailey? No. I think you might like that one. Okay. It was Station It was one 11. of my favorite. It just grabbed me immediately. I was just like, oh. Where is this going? And like in a good way. Um, and it was great. I listened to that one, I think. Or maybe I went mm. between. And then I think maybe my favorite book this year is this. I've seen so many people talk about it. It came out this year and it's phenomenal. Oh, it's called Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow. I love that book too. Did you read it already? Oh yeah. That one was great. Oh, it's so good. I loved it. Um, So yeah, those are my three. They were all great. And then I started reading a bunch of other books that I didn't like as much. But those three were all standouts to me. Amazing. Yes. Amazing. All right. We did actually get through that pretty quick. So nonfiction. I'm just not going to do a nonfiction because... um, That's mine. None is like sticking with me in that way. Okay. Next one is favorite wallpaper. Mm, Yes, because this is our first year that we've done wallpapers for your phone like as a phone background and we did make work work wallpapers for every month of the year which is so cool so i'll just go first because mine is really easy my favorite one was june i'm like obsessed <gasps> with the colors on the june wallpaper oh, yeah, the, it's like the beach one and it's like the blue with like a little pink and then like back to blue and gray and also june is my birthday so i don't know there are a lot of reasons to love the june wallpaper <laughs> I love the June one. It's just also fun because, um, I don't know, normally we don't share the context, but like that was taken in Nice when I was in Nice and then we just immediately made it the background. So it was like also yeah. normally we go back and like find like photos. I love that one. What's yours though? I think mine is, oh, I, I see, I couldn't pick. So I have three. 
Um, you have three? Yeah, out of 12. I know, I'm great. Um, I loved April with the cherry blossoms. It was one oh. of our first. That was the one we did together. Yeah, I was there in April. Um, yeah. I loved the June one, and I also loved the July one, the palm trees. But I think April is my favorite. I loved April. Mm. Yeah, I thought you might say July because I know you loved the I love the palm trees. July as well. I it's it surprises me how much these backgrounds or wallpapers just make they like delight me all the time. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Definitely. Okay. Last category. Shockingly, I added this category. I know. We can dig into that another time. But <laughs> favorite song. Yeah. Do you want to go first? No, I want you to go first. Oh, my God. Okay. I also cheat on this one because I have to. Um, <laughs> mainly just because I wanted to do one Icelandic one because I have to, you know, also do a slightly worky thing. Okay. So uh, I think my favorite song is Nothing New by Taylor Swift featuring Phoebe Bridgers. Mm. It is really sad. <laughs> um, oh. But I love it. It comes from her re-recorded album Rad. Um, and then she did like some bonus tracks that were like from that album came out originally in 2012 and she re-recorded and re-released it. The It was actually in 2021, but it was towards the end of the year. So it was like my favorite this year. Um, it's just like she's actually been criticized for whenever she features an artist. They're just almost like background vocals, which is really weird. I don't know why she does that. But like this is like a proper feature and it's such a beautiful song and it's so sad and I loved it. I listened to it so much. Mm. So I think that's my favorite this year. Really? You're only going to share one? Oh, yeah. I and then you said you had two. I just wanted to because um, uh, I just wanted to share because I knew I was going to mention Leve because I did the like the keynote with her. Um, if anyone wants to check her out, like one song that went really far by her is called Valentine and it's by her. Mm. So... Just if someone is curious, I really recommend, like, it's such a beautiful, it's beautiful music. So if anyone wants to check her out, like, uh, Valentine is a great place to start. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. I kind of have the same thing where I have, like, a favorite song and a favorite artist, kind of. Ooh. The way that you did that. I'm so, so excited. <laughs> I'll do that, too. I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. Anyways, my, my favorite song. So this was also, <laughs> the context here is that... When I first started getting into like reclaiming my mornings, I thought I was going to use that time to write, but actually I used that time to work out initially because that's what I needed more in that moment was to just exercise. And so just priorities wise. So I wanted really pump up music that was like fun and was going to like get me going. And that's normally how I use music is like for exercise. So anyways, I loved this song. Um, a friend sent me the song and then I also would play this song in the mornings with my daughter when we were getting ready because she would dance to it when she was like she couldn't even walk yet and she would just crawl and then she would crawl and like and like shake back and forth like kind of like she was like she was dancing to it so it's really cute so this was also the song that like on my Spotify wrapped was the most played song for me this year which is unsurprising but it's called Pepas by Faruco, and it is if you translate it from Spanish 
really inappropriate, but it's oh. in Spanish, so you can't tell. <laughs> no one else knows if you don't speak Spanish. Um, oh my god! But it is so like just the the vibe is great. The beats are great. It's so fun. So it's kind of really funny that I had my daughter at like a couple months old. We should oh be like god, dancing in the kitchen that. to this like really inappropriate song. <laughs> great workout song. I shared it with a friend, and now we think of it when it plays. We think of each other. Oh, that's so, so sweet. Pepas is a lot of fun. It's a great song. And then my favorite artist is I am just really into lo-fi right now, just all the time. Just I like constantly have lo-fi playing mm -hmm. in the background of my house while I'm working, like all the time. And so I got really into lo-fi girl. And oh. actually my Twitter background is like you can generate yourself as a lo-fi girl. And so I did that. Oh my God, so, really? Yeah. I, so I've been really into lo-fi girl and even like I get their swag emails and I've like considered buying some of their merch. I haven't yet, but um, it's like a maybe. And yeah, oh I like God. designed what my lo-fi girl background would look like with like Aww. me and one of my cats. And so, Oh my yeah. God, that's amazing. Yeah, I love it. I actually have it as my um, wallpaper on my laptop too. So, cause that's how much I like it. So. Oh my God, you're like proper obsessed. Yeah, I it's just such good. It's like it just hits the right place for me. So yeah, lo-fi girl. I love that. Highly recommend. Wow, wow, that's cool. I know neither of these, so I love that you just Ooh. created something for me to discover. That's beautiful. I thank you. Oh yay! I love that. Yeah. Okay. Can't wait to hear that. Like, I love how I have like a super moody and sad song. And then you get like this <laughs> crazy, happy energy. I love that. It is such a good song, Happy. I hope everyone jams to this song. It's, <laughs> I it's just, a good time. We keep making fun because I work with this other girl who also likes all this, like Lana Del Rey, Phoebe Bridgers, that, that kind of like Taylor Swift, like Sad Girl and all of our Spotify. So I was like, Sad Girl playlist, <laughs> like, <laughs> like Rainy Day. And I'm like. It's funny because I'm normally pretty upbeat, but just for some reason, I just, and uh, my friend, like who I work with, her husband is like, has commented, they all sound quite similar. And she's like, oh, no, they're so different. They're all so unique. <laughs> one of them is much more folky and the other one is much more instrumental. Like, how do you mean it's similar? So funny. <laughs> so that's amazing. I like that you're representing like the upbeat category because I am doing a horrible job <laughs> in this. <laughs> music category on upbeat stuff my whole category of music is pump up music it's like I like listen that. to it while working out or listen to it in the car before going to jujitsu like that's I do entire. that in the mornings but it just doesn't make my end of your lists or like my fail like I listen to I listen to upbeat stuff but it just it doesn't make it to the top for me mm. Mm. yeah okay well that was I like doing these little favorites roundup yeah, that was super fun. I learned something. Okay, so for our memo, this episode is, as you can tell, we're still in 2022. And next episode is obviously going to be about 2023. And we just wanted to invite anyone who's listening in a timely fashion um, to write to hello at makework.work something that you're taking into 2023 yourself like if you've set up a theme if you have a goal if there's something you're excited about if there's something you want 
And maybe in particular, if there's something you have ever, it doesn't have to be this year, but if you've ever taken anything from the show specifically, um, we would love to hear about it. Yes. Yes, that would be fantastic. So just hello at makework.work. We would love to hear from you. Yeah, and we'll probably do a section on the next episode where we kind of go through some responses. So um, please let us know if there's anything. Yeah, and then on that note, we just... The reason we're doing that is because we get the most thoughtful and fun and interesting. Like, we love that winter email from Andrea. And we've been getting... Oh, yeah, this actually kind of... I'm just going to keep going. We got this lovely... Last episode was a little bit dark and heavy and we were both just like working a lot. And we got these amazingly supportive emails from a few of our listeners where we just, at least me, I felt so seen. And it was great just to know that this is just a normal, natural struggle to like figure out what's the balance between managing your own workload and working with others. Um, Yeah, it was Martin yeah. in particular. He just said he is also thinking about how do you move from just working harder because that's just obviously a crazy idiotic strategy if you think about it, but it's such a natural impulse to just be like, oh yeah, I can just finish this and finish this and finish this. So that was kind of what we talked about last time. It was just really great to hear the support and Simon also sent us like a really nice email about it. Um, so it was just, yeah. And that's also why we want to hear if anyone has any intentions for 2023. We just get these lovely emails sometimes and... We just wanted to create this prompt uh, for anyone thinking about 2023 for you all. Yeah. And thank you in particular to Simon and Martin for, for your feedback, for your thoughts on the last episode. That was really nice. Yes. Do you want I'll to do the next up? one. Yeah. I also want to say really thank you to Akshara who reached out to me, who is doing her master's in marketing and who mentioned that she's specifically using Habby's perfect email mm. and intro which is awesome to network with product marketing managers so I thought that was really cool and practical honestly I love that <laughs> I don't know I love that so much because you don't know Akshara how often Haley and I have talked about wanting to create something specific and actionable people can take into their lives <laughs> and you just oh my god you don't know how rewarding that email was it was just perfect so thank you um also we got just some hearts uh, from uh, one of my friends in LA on our background. So that was really sweet. Um, yeah. Yeah. Always nice to get the wallpaper love. <laughs> yeah. And then of another thank you to Ryan from Workspaces. So he featured my work, like my office setup. He has a newsletter where he features different workspaces. And so he featured mine, but he also in particular called out Make Work Work in his newsletter alongside my workspace, which I really, really appreciated. So thank you, Ryan, for that. And I know um, Simon also mentioned that he loved the feature on my workspace setup, which was awesome. So thank you, Simon. Yeah. Oh my God. These shout outs are so many and so nice. Uh, we're just grateful for every. So I'm starting to get a little bit mushy towards the end of the year. We're just grateful for people <laughs> who send us thoughtful and nice things. Um, at least me. I don't take it for granted. So just thanks, everyone, yeah. for giving us your time and getting in touch so thoughtfully. It's really sweet. Yeah. I also think I'm just, wow, it's so cool to be at this place where we have this many shout outs to give. This was not always the case. So <laughs> yeah, grateful just to everyone who listens. 
Absolutely. And then we obviously want to give a big shout out to Jan, who is working with us on the show and making us sound good. Please visit wearelisteners.com if you need audio things happen to your projects because he does it very well and he helps us mix the show. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Jan. Oh my Yay. gosh. And I guess thank you, Happy, for doing this show with me. This is our last episode of 2022. Oh my God. I, I wasn't prepared. I'm like, I'm getting no. a little bit emotional. I'm I wasn't. Cool. I, <laughs> we're doing a 2022 reflection, but I wasn't, I wasn't actually prepared for this to be our last episode. <laughs> no, I know. It's so funny. Yeah. Because we were just, kind of, yeah. No, thank you, Haley. This awful time is behind us. I'm so grateful for you in my life and that we are both coming stronger into 2023 than we've done into oh like so many other games. Good for us. Glad we rebuilt. Glad we rebuilt. I'm proud of us and you oh. and our work. It's great. I love our work. Yay! Very. I, I think I now, over the last couple months, have sent you like every week a message being like, love working with you. And so that's, the, <laughs> that's definitely the mood. I don't take it for granted. I think like, I, I really mean it. I have worked with people who are not as fun to work with as Haley. Um, <laughs> and I extra appreciate working with Haley because it's just amazing. So yeah, thank you, mm -hmm. Haley. Thank you.